0: hey hey you what are you doing over there staring at your wall it looks like it could use something i bet i know what it could use a pet portrait by cq works which is me all right guys i've got an official facebook page for my pet portraits you can go check that out it is pet portraits by cq works you go in there you can also go to my website CalebQuire.com. order yourself a pet portrait Not just for you, but for your loved ones. Who doesn't love looking at your favorite dog? Your favorite cat? Your favorite chameleon? Octopus? Fish? Octopus? What? (laughs) Either way it goes, hit me up on Facebook. I would love to paint for you. And if you're interested in other decorations and stickers, my website has that as well. CalebQuire.com
1: Oh, hey, are you looking to lose weight? You want to improve your health? You want to fit into those jeans from high school that you haven't fit fit into for the last 20 years? Well, head on over to the Keto Dojo on Facebook. Yes, I said on Facebook. It's still around. It's still a place. This is a place where people help each other uh, achieve their goals. Uh, They put up amazing recipes. That's the Keto Dojo on Facebook. Yes, on Facebook.
0: Is it on Facebook, Brian?
1: (laughs) Yes, Facebook is still around. (coughs) Sorry. I'm trying to do an ad over here. (coughs) So if you listen to some of our past episodes, you may have recognized or listened or heard, listened, heard that uh, the mic keeps going back and forth. But I mentioned that I was in a gang. And with that, I mentioned that I was going to write a book about that gang. And with that, I mentioned that I had already previously written a book. Well, you can find that book at lulu.com. Hold on. <laughs> lulu.com slash spotlight splash splash slash Dale's Inc. The name of the book, It's All Fun and Games and Tell. You can get that in hardback. You can get that as an ebook. Also, my youngest son wrote a book called Tree Town. You can find on that same link. And that is also in an ebook format. So that's lulu.com slash spotlight slash Dales Inc. welcome to craft conversations where we craft a conversation and we talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your host, Brian Dales. Um bitchy Caleb. And on this episode, we have Brad Mallett, founder and <laughs> owner of Coastal Coffee Roasters, owner of Oak Road Brewing Company and a pillar of the local community. Please enjoy this episode.
2: Some fun.
0: <laughs> It'll work. Sweet. Cool.
2: All
1: right. You ready? Looks good. Whatever. alright We're do. doing headphones. No headphones. Did you? Fix um. It actually,
0: thing? the headphones we can if you want. Did you fix it? Yeah. It's all set up.
1: So what
2: do we do?
0: So.
1: Are you plugged into the right? Uh, we
0: wear headphones so you can kind of hear people talk a little bit better.
1: Hello. So Hello. I can I'm not hearing anything. I hear me. Do you? Yeah. I'm not hearing. I hear, I hear you. you, too. you. Am I plugged in? Yeah.
0: No, I'm not. Oh, that's a shame. That's why I'm not. Almost here. got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, much better. All right. I lost it. Yeah, you know, it's taken a while to get to this level of setup, but we finally made it. Yeah. We're still missing video equipment. That's been the, the worst struggle so far. Because. The cameras like to just stop recording for no reason, and there's just like the last video I edited today. There's four different spots where there was just no footage.
2: That's not good. No, it's kind of like going to a wedding and having it overheat. Yes, <laughs> which
0: did not turn out well. Oh, not for the camera. I mean, not for my phone, but I have enough footage, good. so that that's okay. Phew. That's not bad. That was a
2: very interesting wedding. That just wedding? Recently?
1: That was yeah.
0: recently? Yeah, the
1: recent one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I didn't hear about that. Oh, well, I was using my iPhone as a backup, and it overheated in the sun and stopped recording and shut off.
2: Well, okay. tell on the other side of that. Um, the bride's father... Oh, yeah. Um, ...had just gotten a procedure at the hospital and thought he was okay, came to the wedding, and then just before everything kicks off, not okay, Wow! have to call the ambulance, everybody's a wreck. So it's like an hour in the hot sun where everybody's baking while everyone's trying to deal with... Yeah. The emotions and the, are you okay? And So he ended up going back to the hospital. Everything kind of finally kicked off, and everybody was grateful to get back inside where it was cold.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a very begun. interesting day.
2: And then I heard I left just before it really kicked off.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Those, Which is probably a good thing. Knows hmm. how to party. It was great. Absolutely hysterical. Someone tried to burn the grass outside with sparklers like physically bent down and started catching the grass on fire
1: oh really yep. like kids or
0: something or just it was a grown woman. adults yep <laughs> alright well wow do what you gotta do for entertainment her and her husband thought Richard and I were gay for each other <laughs> yeah I remember you tell me that yeah that's funny like literally brought it up every single time we saw them wow blamed it on my beard and the way I dressed I don't know what Richard's reason was I guess just cause maybe if I was gay he would be gay too I don't know
1: Yeah. Yeah, So when did you get back? Did you just like literally fly in or drive in, whatever?
2: No, I I went down Friday at noon after doing an event in the morning. And then after recovering from the Friday night, um, got up Saturday, spent the day Saturday, and then left there at five and then came back. I was back by about seven. And then I used the morning to catch up on paperwork and stuff that I far fallen behind on at coastal coffee roasters and then had a jazz event to go to then joshua zoller's graduation party Hmm. and then you guys at eight all right i was like i'm gonna be there i'm on my way nice
1: busy day busy weekend
2: busy yeah last week was insane yeah taste of trident taste of somerville yeah that's right
1: Right, And by the way, we're talking to Brad Mallett from uh, Coastal Coffee Roasters here in Somerville. Um, Well-known local artisan. I don't know. What do you call yourself? Business owner, I guess. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Yeah. Like the local guy of Somerville, Brad Mallett. Yeah.
0: I feel like most people know who you are. I think so. It
2: has blessings and curses.
0: (laughs) Well put. (laughs) Well put.
2: For both my family and me. Yeah. Right. But for the most part, blessings.
0: Well, let's hope that's the way it should be at least. Yeah. Well, before we get too far, Brown, what are we drinking? All right, well, we'll open a beer, I guess. Well, I like You that. guys have been running around all day. I've been sitting at the house all day. Yeah. I'm ready.
1: I'm uh, definitely pre-lubricated a little bit. but.
0: Um, we're going to start
1: off with the uh, Maine Beer Company. They're out of Freeport, Maine. Uh, this one is called a Tiny Beautiful Something. It's a pale ale. Uh, let's see if there's any description here. A tiny, beautiful something showcases a new hop variety, El Dorado. We started playing around with this hop last year. We brewed a pilot batch with this hop exclusively and one with it, blended with some of our other favorite Northwest varieties. In the end, we decided that the El Dorado had such a unique and interesting character on its own, so we decided to brew it as a single hop pale ale. The aroma and flavor offer intense candied orange and citrus zest. A touch of flaked oats provide a rounded, silky mouthfeel and like other or like our other hop, hop, hoppy offerings uh tiny was brewed to finish dry and clean
2: well i'm glad we said that and wow. before some you opened people, it
1: man. some people put a lot of description in there and i gotta read a lot some people have nothing this is a 5.5 abv uh, there's no ibus listed average rating of 3.95 you know on untapped
0: i may just be speaking for myself I hope so. But you, because you don't speak for me. Wow. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was so forceful. It was a bro. It was. I don't even want to tell you anymore. Go I was go going to tell what you that you, you don't have to read the entire description, you know. You could paraphrase. Well. That is a thing that exists. i have
1: to read it um,
0: kind of ahead of time to
1: figure out a paraphrase for it, I guess.
0: But. You're right. That is just way too much work, isn't it?
2: <laughs> so it's interesting that this beer is... Uh, Very close to the town that I grew up in. Okay. And my mother actually lives right behind the brewing company.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: So I kind of asked if that's why she decided to move there was to get me to come to Maine more often. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But we do frequent the place when we do go up there and they're, uh, it's very interesting that they're very interested in helping the earth. And when you walk in, they'll tell you how far off the grid they really are for that day because they have solar panels and they buy other means to offset what they're using that's mm-hmm. cool which is really cool and
1: right. you're from where
2: uh, i'm from lisbon falls maine lisbon but this falls. is freeport maine which okay. is by the, the big thing for freeport is ll bean that's their headquarters okay. and that's I where they started that. yeah um, very retail oriented vacation destination for people from all over the world
1: yeah
2: matter of fact ll bean has no locks on their doors the main store has no locks on the doors. Really? Wow. It's open seven days a week, 365 days a year.
1: Hmm. That's very interesting. Wow. I did not know that at all. See? Senseless information. <laughs> we, we do a lot of education on this show. Yeah. We say it every
0: episode. Actually, let's cheers to that. Let's cheers to that. To senseless right. information. Thanks, True Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Appreciate it. That mm. smells
2: really good. Oh, that's refreshing. What's that? It's very refreshing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a oh, color. It's a little yeah.
1: hazy, a little unfiltered. Um, pale Ale. I've had their lunch already, which we're going to have next, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is pretty close to it, actually. It's pretty bitter. Um, yeah. Spot al. on.
2: I also love their tagline, um, kind of incorporated into Coastal Coffee Roasters when you walk from the cafe into the warehouse, okay. where it says, do what's right. Right. If you notice that's their tagline. Yeah, I just
0: on saw that. Okay.
2: Got it. So when I had that I mural, see that. when I had the mural done, I happened to be wearing that shirt and that piece of metal that was over the doorway. We're like, "What? What are we gonna put there? What, what? What should we write there?" And he goes, "What about what's on your shirt?" And I was like, looking down, and was like, "I love it. Let's do it." Yeah. So.
0: It could be anything at that point. Like, oh no, what's on my shirt?
2: Yeah. <laughs> the way my life goes, yeah. Right. It could be anything.
1: This is good. I appreciate you letting us take it from the store.
2: Yeah, And absolutely. you sell this at Coast Coffee roast, right? We do. We sell a lot of different types of beers. And I like to say that if it can be bought in South Carolina and there's a customer that wants it, we do try to find it for them. Okay. Sometimes it works Solid out. I mean, sometimes people, hey, why don't you get this? And then you never see them again. But other people get to enjoy it. So. Right. Do you still
0: sell that weird cola with the teeth? Cola with
2: the oh, teeth? Oh, Right. Was, uh, I can get that. I it wasn't selling that well, so we I, mean, I, it. I didn't
0: think it was when I worked there either. Yeah. But those were my favorite sodas. <laughs> well, I mean, aside from Canterboro once that kind of
2: yeah, we've kind of more focused on since it was a soda than we make our own soda. Yeah, that we went with Canterboro to support them. They're a lo- local brewing, or well, they're brewing, with they brewing soda, right? So, right, we decided to support the local soda brewing company and the ones that we make.
1: Right, we're right. going to have those guys
2: on, right? What's uh... thanks to Brad. Oh, I, yeah, I did tell Brandon to get reach out to you guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: Brandon. So we talked uh, on the phone the other day and we're gonna plan some sweet the podcast around one of their big news releases that they're yeah, doing. they
2: I don't know if it was where they actually started, but they did a very The um, Azalea magazine would do these launch parties for each of their magazines. And we hosted one at Coastal Coffee Roasters and Canterborough was like the guest because they had a featured article in the magazine. Okay. So, they were sampling all their products right at the store.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So,
2: it's entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the way to do it. Agreed. So, what do you...
2: I didn't want to burp in the microphone. Oh. <laughs> that was very
1: polite. <laughs> uh, so, Tavi Allen, what would you all do down there? I mean, what uh, was the trip for? Just, <laughs> just the lactation? So, my,
2: my sister's not able to come up for Ryan's graduation, which is next Saturday. All right. So... Um, They rented a house down on Tybee Island with her boss, which is a good friend, his wife, family. So there was a whole bunch of us, I I think 11 of us Hmm. down there. So everybody kind of came in at different times. But, you know, the life of my three kids, (laughs) you would think that we'd be able to carpool, but no.
0: Oh, of course not.
2: Four vehicles. <laughs> Four. Yeah, there's okay. me, and then there's Ryan, and there's Rachel. There's uh, a giant
1: Richard. SUV that would fit everybody. Yes, it would, but yeah. well, timing. that's
0: debatable. Considering half of that SUV is like an adventurer's utility vehicle. No, that's true too. This yeah, thing's to shit everywhere.
2: <clears throat> he's converted it to a lot of stuff. I mean, they definitely go travel. They went. I think they went camping. Huntington. Yes. Yeah. So they went camping the day before. <laughs>
1: Right, Richard told me there's a new thing down there where you can actually drive onto the beach, yep. right, and pay for like a $50 fee or something to have a little slab or something to put up a tent.
0: How far away Unpack is
1: that? back your car.
2: Yeah, he actually... Hunting? Um, a couple hours, maybe? Yeah, it's down past Beaufort, down that hmm. way. That's not bad. Yeah, and it's not that bad to get to Tybee either. I would think it was maybe two and a half hours. Hmm. So, go to Savannah and just go right through Savannah and out to the water. Yeah, hey, there you
0: wow. go. So. Stop in Savannah for some beer and then...
2: Oh, <laughs> well, there's plenty of places to get it on well, you know, Tidy. I've it, never
0: been there. I didn't know how. I haven't either. Like if it was populated, decked out with yeah. businesses. I mean,
2: yeah, they had a... Who like,
1: would you uh, compare it to as far as size? Like Isle of Palms or Folly or... K-Wall I'd say or
2: Isle of Palms is a little bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say Isle of Palms.
1: So it's got some nightlife and some bars,
2: restaurants, all that kind it of does. stuff. It uh, does. We happened to be there the same weekend or same night that they were doing their super soaker something where water is just you've never seen so many super soakers or (laughs) ways to spray water and people little kids to old people just spraying each other with water
0: right
2: Uh, you're wearing a nice shirt didn't matter you're getting soaked Hmm.
0: oh my gosh Walking around with a plastic bag with your phone in it
2: they had people in rain gear they had people (laughs) in bikinis they had people in whatever that's awesome it was it was a lot of fun to watch I can show you guys some videos later okay now, can you bring uh, like
1: beer and stuff on the beach down there? or No, is that you can.
2: Uh, South Carolina, no not South Carolina. Georgia has a uh, open container law that's basically a to-go cup. So they'll—if you, know, you ever notice, they always ask you, "Do would you want something to go?" Like right. if you're in Savannah, they'll—it's yeah, all so over. Yeah, you
0: can walk around a little
2: mm-hmm. bit. They have the same thing. Okay. Now,
0: yeah. beautiful. What a great thing to have. It really is. I don't know why
1: they don't allow it. Like it folly in Alabama. Well, basically. I
2: think it's because some people abuse it. So well, like yeah. if your neighbor is acting like a jackass, yeah, and you don't say anything, and then it turns into something. Maybe that's. I mean, we usually write laws for stupid people.
0: Right, but
1: I mean, why can? <laughs> yeah. Why is Georgia uh, okay with it in South Carolina? Not there's not idiots down there.
0: Well, maybe they're just overall
1: smarter than we
2: are. Well, I think yeah. they've been doing it longer. Maybe you know? that's true. Yeah. Yeah, like they they were more open in the beginning to say that you should be a responsible adult to be able to drink responsibly on the beach. And if you're going to act like a jerk, we're going to take care of you. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it seems like we're behind on pretty much all those laws anyway right here in South Carolina.
2: I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah,
1: we're usually the last to kind of jump on board with the progression that everybody else has done.
0: A lot of people mention that too. Like Brogan will say that or comedians or whatever when they're making a joke. Like, oh yeah, some old state probably south carolina yeah yep
2: it i will say we're we're trying i i say we as in a state are trying to change laws we're trying to get progressive leadership elected into those positions Uh, we both we're actually all three of us know some some of those people that are trying to be more progressive in it sure yeah so hope they can keep going with it (laughs) heck
0: yeah that'd be great I always know it's uh, voting time We're into the mic. When I see uh Evan Guthrie's signs oh, pop yeah. up around town.
1: <laughs> yeah. Every yeah, year. And he still hasn't changed. It's all still handwritten and
0: Well now it's like his <laughs> trademark. trademark. It's like you don't even have to read the sign, you know exactly what it says. Oh, I think yeah. I saw
2: some that came off a printer. Like, Whoa. like his house printer and it said his name.
0: Huh. Oh, the ones taped yeah. to the And then the they're cr- taped to the <laughs> cardboard. <It's getting
2: laughs> Maybe they fancy. had friends to do that one.
0: It's getting some traction.
2: It's it's interesting. I mean, it, it definitely has purpose to be able to be that conservative, but hopefully, the right person gets the job. Right. Just like that. I try to be as neutral as possible when I can.
0: Right. That's good.
2: Because sometimes I can't.
0: Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to step
1: up and say, "Hey, this is wrong." Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So let's talk about coastal coffee. Let's just get that out of the way.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Can we do it? Fine. I was just gonna completely ignore it. You were you were gonna ignore it? Well we can ignore it too, but
0: I feel like everyone knows Brad's story. Brad. Right.
1: I mean I don't, don't want to go through the whole story, but how long have you been open? What's what's new? What's uh in the future? I mean, I guess that's probably where most people don't know is yeah, that's actually what's good coming time. up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, is there any changes, expansion, stuff <laughs> going on?
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a lot of changes going on in my life. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> depending on those changes, will dictate uh, where the direction of the company goes. We're trying to fine tune, get key people in key places, so that I it will allow me to be more flexible in future endeavors. Should I decide to go that route, um, we're looking at different companies to partner with, as far or purchase into. And then that's on all aspects. I mean, you guys have seen the changes of how many people have said they want to produce a product and they've come into the kitchen and we lease our kitchen out because we're approved for that. And because of our close relationship with DHAC, that's really been helpful for people that do uh, hot sauces, uh, dry rubs. We have a Cuban Puerto Rican food truck attached to our kitchen. Pickles.
0: Pickle we have a pickle lady. say so yeah. that's right,
2: pickle lady Rochelle. Yeah, some of the best pickles I've ever had. Yeah, she does make some good pickles. <laughs> so, and what's interesting is that because you have that relationship with DHEC that you're you're looking out for the customer in the way that the law was intended, not to just make a dollar. Right. So, giving those young entrepreneurs or old doesn't matter. I'll say fresh entrepreneur. The opportunity to produce a product and make it so that it can be delivered, that's what we're all about. I mean, and then you turn the warehouse side where, you, you know, we don't make a lot of money on our music, um, but let's focus a little bit more on events. So we're gonna be focusing a lot more with Nick and some other people to do more creative culinary experiences on a one on one setting. So, like 20 to 25 people. We've done everything so far from pasta making classes where they wow. brought all the stuff in and they made pasta. Everybody drank lots of wine hey, there and we go. everybody was happy. Then right. we did another one where it was a taste around Italy where they did it that you know They made all the food. We didn't have to make anything. I like those better. <laughs> um, and then I'm doing one with uh, Mike Carcook and Bradford. For Graze, it's called Make America Graze Again, right? which is a, a cool event that we're putting together. We did have to change the date. I believe it's the 15th.
1: Right. I was just going to say, uh, I talked to Mike uh, last night, as a matter of fact, and okay. he said the 15th. Yep. Yeah, 6 o'clock, right? Yep, 6
2: yep. o'clock. So or we'll June. be selling tickets for that, and we're going to put together... June. June. Yeah, June 15th. So we're going to be putting together a uh, a cool pairing between, hopefully, I reached out to my friends over at Frothy Beard... Oh. And we'll have a couple of theirs because, you know, Wesley lives here in Somerville and we have uh, Oak Road. So we'll pair with some of those and I'm trying to think who the other one was. It might be a cider or something. I don't know. Maybe a wine, but whatever it is, they're going to pair. They like may be more towards the desserts. We'll do something on the wine side, but just give people the opportunity to try different local culinary beverages and food. And he's going to And he's a great chef.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're trying to get him for an event that we're going to do actually at the end of June, uh, hopefully the twenty fourth. So the twenty fourth. Yeah, the twenty fourth of June. It's on a Sunday. We're shooting for a twelve to four event out at Blackwater. We're going to put together a musical event, a festival of sorts. Oh, nice. uh, Where Mike is going to come by and do our food as well. Hopefully, well, not hopefully. He's already agreed to it. So, uh, four or five different bands, uh, some vendors, maybe we. Like to have Coastal Coffee Roasters out there as well, maybe, but yeah. we haven't talked to you about it yet. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> we still well, haven't got verified for the venue yet. Right, so. we're still waiting
1: on the guy to to tell us he's going to rent us the venue. So if that all comes together, then we're going to we're quickly going to put it together. I think everybody has enough heads up to to plan for the event, but
0: <laughs> we hope.
2: And Caleb yeah. knows this. I mean, Coastal Coffee Roasters has always been because of how open they are to new ideas and creativeness. Other people in the community it happened to me today. A lady that I get the juice plus through and has that tower garden that that's in the back. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Cool, so I did that as a you know to focus that direction of like how we want to make everything local. And we have a company here in Charleston called Vertical Roots that does basically what you see in that garden, right? the tower garden. That's more for like your personal. Like you want something like that at your house so that you can just have fresh fruits and vegetables. The Vertical Roots, they take a Connex container and do the same thing with it.
0: What's a Connex container?
2: You know like the what's behind the brewery, the big shipping containers? Oh. yeah. And they convert it to one of those tower gardens but make it all within it got it. It's pretty unique how they do it and they're actually able to produce a product consistently that you can't always get in South Carolina. So I would imagine that where tomatoes aren't prevalent, then they can focus growing those in those containers, and then when the tomatoes are prevalent, then they can cut back on that and focus on kale or some other produce that's not because of our climate you can't grow. So it's a
1: so the connects has some sort of environment that Yes, yeah, so it's a
2: controlled a environment. tropical or something
1: or whatever right. right so
2: it's very controlled. But I think they're doing a very good job of partnering with growing things that are not in season. So, that way they're allowing those farmers that grow it naturally that they can continue to do that. Yeah. And create something that's consistent for the environment and food and beverage here in Charleston is a very difficult endeavor and I commend them for doing it. Right.
0: That's really neat.
2: So, through Anita Coward, she and her husband have um, been very strong supporters of us for, for many years. And... Wherever they were, they came across these two performers and said, Hey, what do you got going on in this day? These people want to play. And they're, they sound really good. And they're young, local, not local. They're from Georgia, I think. But they're traveling through and they needed a place to play. (laughs) And I'm like, music's not really a moneymaker for me, but maybe we can talk. And they're like, they have another gig. So they're just looking for another place to play to get their name out. So I was like, great. Send them my send me their stuff. I listened to their songs, and I was like, that's like what you hear on the radio. You know, it's what? that kind of quality. So I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. So I reached out to them. I said, okay. So they'll be playing earlier on that Saturday the 2nd. Okay. And then you got Susie Summers and her husband. They'll come in later in the evening. And, I mean, they've been with us forever, too. Yeah. I mean, they've had the first Saturday of of the month for five years, Has six years. Since you opened? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think yeah, they were our first... They've been our uh, first performer. And sometimes we're trying to say, you know, just to change things up, because being an entrepreneur, I think one of the biggest things you have to do is you have to be innovative. You can't say, okay, I make this and do that forever and expect to stay successful with it. You have to modify it. You have to improve upon it. I mean, like being an artist, you can't do the same piece. I mean, rarely can you do the same piece over and over and over again. Right. And expect, you know, success. You have to find new mediums, new ways of doing things. Yeah,
0: without pushing your your boundaries, you're never going to grow.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're probably going to focus with Coastal Coffee roses, is pushing those boundaries.
0: Cool. That sounds exciting.
2: It's yeah.
0: I mean, that's you know, saw stuff I don't know about Coastal, so that was even more fun for me. <laughs> right. Well, you
2: were a very big part of Coastal. <laughs> don't ever forget that.
0: Oh, I want, My face is still on the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So when you say that music isn't a moneymaker, I mean it's just, just because of the cost you gotta pay the band and you don't make enough on the back end to to cover that cost. Yeah, that?
2: well, think of a coffee shop and it's not known as a bar. So I don't sell beers that are mass produced and be able to sell as many of those to make it worth having a lot of people. And our music is only from seven to nine. So it's a very family oriented place I mean, and we're now sharing it with a brewery that's drawing away from the sales that we would do at our side and we have a food truck outside so we're not preparing the food we're letting somebody else do it so it becomes a, a community event right. and I look at it as not that I lose money with it but that even if I can break even then at least I know that somebody coming into the shop who had never seen the shop but came to see a band came to see an event they get a future customer. And then they come in in the morning and they can buy coffee or pastries or stuff that we produce. Right. So it's not always so it's about... it's kind of
1: like a PR event. Yeah.
2: So it's like some people advertise in the newspaper. We advertise through our shop of what can we do? What can we offer?
0: Yeah. Well, Thursday is one of the best days you could possibly stumble yeah. into Coastal. I mean, yeah, all range of people yes. using every inch of space. Yeah, That's it's crazy.
2: pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's very exciting because there are some band, I mean don't get me wrong there are some bands that have a great local following and they do an amazing job and a lot of the ones that my advice to young performers would be don't be afraid to promote yourself because if you expect the venue to promote you all the time you may not get they don't know what to promote they don't know what your your circles are that are in that community to bring them out to you Right. so yeah. that would be my biggest advice is because you get some people that are, Bogan Mask, amazing performer. But for whatever reason, I could never get a crowd for that guy. Oh, man.
0: Right. Well, there have been a few times where you would just stumble in there and hear someone that's incredible. Yeah. Like, Did you not tell a single soul you were playing here? Or right.
2: Why? And that's what I mean. It's It's not that the performer is not good at what they do. It's just... And then you could do it when during football season. Remember when we found that out? Like, uh, Not a good idea to do Friday nights for music. Not, makes <laughs> sense. From a guy from a the, another part of the country that comes down here and goes, what's this Friday night football thing? You know, yeah. I didn't know.
0: I, I mean, I didn't. I don't know sports, so I didn't catch on. Yeah, I didn't either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but what has happened is over the years, because we stayed consistent in coming up with creative ways to still promote the music, you have a segment of this community that is growing rapidly that doesn't buy into the football Friday nights, but you have a large segment that does. And now you have two things for people to do. Right. And then you get another place and another place. And I think competition is good.
0: Well, it goes back to what you said before. It makes you almost push your boundaries because you won't survive if you get stale. So, I mean, and to continue that, I guess you're just, when you support other people, you just kind of keep pushing each other, and then everyone grows together.
1: Yeah, and I don't even know if it's competition so much anymore. I mean, well, a lot of times it is, but in in town in Somerville, I mean, there's plenty of nights that myself or you or other friends of ours that we know will go to multiple places. So yeah. you're spreading the wealth amongst all these people. You're not just sitting at one spot all the time. It's a community of of venues, yeah really. Yeah, and they're, and I think they're working together to provide
2: content. Exactly. And, and if you have more people and more places for people to go, you're going to do well. Right. Because everybody's going to go well. Because you don't want to just go to the same place over and over and over again.
0: you know what I really wish? Somerville had like a safari truck that just went to oh, different right. stops and just did a loop and you just jump on wherever you want to go and then we don't have to drive.
2: We The no. town did try that a few years ago. It was really? the trolley. And the trolley would go around. Why well, I mean at night. Well, that would be the creative side. You know, like you have to get your... You can't have public transportation by a private enterprise. Public transportation has to be public, sponsored by the public. Interesting.
0: I guess that makes sense and I never thought about it.
2: I mean, even the people that have taxi medallions in New York or anywhere else now are like scrambling because Hmm. Uber and Lyft and these other places that came along and they paid big bucks for those things. Yeah. But no, I think that if we can get our local leaders to buy into public transportation to be that, be public, it would help alleviate some of the traffic. It would make safety go better. Yes. um, Because people could go out and they could go to different restaurants and stuff. And hey, if I could walk down to this local bus stop to be picked up to go down into town, I don't have to worry about driving. Yeah. That's I was thing.
1: in a station outside of St. Louis in Belleville, Illinois, at Scott Air Force Base, and we oh, had yeah. a we had a train that went from the air force base or the town of Belleville in general that mm-hmm. took you into St. Louis for like five bucks. Yeah, we need something like that from Somerville to Charleston. I think you know for traffic issues, excellent. for uh, safety issues. Oh my gosh, that would be excellent. Whatever. And
2: they do have CARTA, and I don't know how if it's they only do it for certain times or does CARTA come to Somerville? Yeah. Oh, hmm. don't they come off a of trolley road? Oh, not Charlie Road, Berlin G. Myers, what's that? I'm Both not they? sure. Uh, from Rawlings School of the Arts, you go down the hill tour, towards Berlin's on the left hand side. There's a parking, park and ride section right there. Yeah. Oh there is. I never knew that. Yeah. I think Amelia is the one actually. Oh. And I know Rotary did something to put like a pavilion so people wouldn't get wet, stuff like that. Those like are really nice. Like that. I know, yeah. I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. I know some people to park out there actually. Probably go out to Santy Cooper and like some different million. places. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think Paul Zoller told me that that was a they would go right to his shop. You know, <laughs> but it was once you're there, you're stuck there, and if you're an on-site photographer, you kind of need to have a means to get around. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that, absolutely. Which uh, I guess Richard understands now, because he takes pictures for the Coast Imperator. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Coast Imperator, the Post and courier, <laughs> Wow. Whatever,
2: man. Dyslexia is a thing. <laughs> Dyslexia is a thing.
1: Yeah. But well, you mentioned Oak Road. So, yes, what I is your a... part in Oak Road Brewing Company? We had those guys on uh, last Monday night. Uh, Brian, yes. and, uh, ben. Yep. Brian and Ben. Brian and Ben.
2: I'm the third major partner, I guess. I, okay. I own about 20% of the company. And I am a, I'd say, more silent partner. Letting them focus on what they do well. And they're doing a great job. Yeah. And maintaining that outward presence with my network and the community as being a partner I think is beneficial by just being able to say hey you're interested in this in your restaurant I go out to eat a lot it's helped in grabbing more accounts but we have other members of this of the team that can actually like David Holiday he can go out there and share all those things you read off earlier on the beer <laughs> right. he can rattle all that stuff off the off of his tongue yeah Dave's good and he's very good at doing that so I actually gave him that cask in his hand today I was like damn it fill this
0: son of a bitch <laughs> what are we talking about
2: so remember when I went to New York last year Yeah, that's New right York. just so picked I that to, up I went to Prohibition distilling company in Roscoe New York and I picked up a cask and I was like David or I asked the guys to fill it and it just sat there. Everyone's life gets busy. So, fill it with
1: what? What are we filling it with?
2: I think it's uh, Carolina Evening. That's okay. so about ready to come off one of the fermenters. Right. Ooh. And then hopefully we'll be able to serve that at Ryan's graduation. Oh. Not that Ryan would partake in it. <laughs> <You're> so
0: <laughs> chill. Wait, at the actual graduation or the graduation party? No, 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 party? no. At the party. the party. Oh. Yes.
2: <laughs> I don't think I want to bring a cast to a graduation event. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be able to. I
0: don't know. Well, I didn't know. I mean, if you're gonna go like family dinner afterwards, or like have like small families, kind of go. Yeah, that's towards. right. It, 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 it <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be very difficult for... to <laughs> do that. <laughs> you stop while you're head, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on.
2: Yeah, when you say where's the direction of coast covers? Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I, think I did all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, it was wonderful. Well done. Uh, enough of coastal though, I think. Yes, I like that. What other, like, interests, passions, uh, any other thing that... What else has your time, I guess?
2: So this year has been amazing. I have had the opportunity to travel to a lot of different places. And one of the things that you'll find with me is that when I go someplace, whether it be for vacation or to... for one of my kids or to help a friend, I'm that guy that's always going off the beaten path. I want to find out what these people do for fun when i went to knoxville never been to knoxville that's an awesome town there is some shit that we could bring back from there to here and make this place even more amazing and don't get me wrong i love somerville i think it's great but we have a long way to go and one of the things that hit me right off the bat when i walked into knoxville is i stopped at my hotel and they have a trolley route and they have like three circles.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome. But it's
2: like these three circles and they just drive around and around and around and it's like every eight minutes there's a trolley right there. Now you can't do that everywhere but geez, how many hotels do we have out at at the uh, highway? Mm -hmm. And we keep building them but how do we get them to bring their money into the downtown? Yes. You can't just say, "Yeah, it's down there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long walk. (laughs) You can Uber it. (laughs) true you know but if you had a means to say look this is part of your tourism dollars is we're going to have this rotational and make it creative we don't have to be a an old town trolley that probably costs more money than a a decent bus but why can't we have a decent bus and we have graphic artists that are so talented around here paint that sucker up and make it be fun and creative right seems like
1: every big town I go into because I travel a lot as well there's always some kind of shuttle system just taking people everywhere they want to go and it can be
2: as creative and as unique as you want it to be so anyway that was the one thing and then you walk down and so I get on the trolley and this is a true testament to those people in Knoxville I get on the trolley and everyone's like that Friday afternoon humdrum no one's talking to anybody so I ask the question so what do you do around here when you're a first timer and that starts a conversation and then that starts another by the time I get around the corner to where I'm going to get dropped off everybody on that trolley was telling me to go see something go do this and they were agree or disagree but respectfully but it just it it elevated this whole I don't know experience for them as well as for me did you just shout it out? no I just talked to the person who was standing across from me like you (laughs) and then this person heard it and then that person heard it and then that person heard that conversation and then they added on to it and it was just really cool and I will say that The University of Tennessee is there, so you probably have a lot of people from different parts of the world, and they're young, so they're more able and willing to have conversations. Okay. They're not set in that mindset of, this is my routine for 20 years, and now I don't want to change it. Right. So by having those types of people. And the food is great, and the restaurants. And you go into one restaurant and say, okay, I want this, and... They're like, Oh, well go over there and they have a really great burger or go over there and they get really good fish and go over here and it's like, Okay. And they're spreading the wealth. Yeah. You know, and, and there's people that do it as the proprietors here, but if it's not within the community doing it, it's it's it doesn't have the same trajectory.
0: You're right. I see what you're saying. So
2: in order to do that. Plus so, force. Yeah. So that was Knoxville. And then I walk around. I I walk like crazy. I mean I didn't know the World's Fair was held there, so I got to walk around into the big globe, and you go up, and it's all free. World's Fair.
0: Well, first I it was St. Louis. The second one. The first World one was in Fair. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah.
2: Well, they've had them. They've had lots of them. I don't know what okay, year so this one was. Them around. Yeah. Something? Oh. There's one in New York. I didn't know that. Okay.
0: What?
2: But it's it's a mean. It's kind of like the Olympics. It's a way to bring lots yeah, of yeah, but less sports, right? Yeah. No sports. <laughs> so it's already <laughs> better. <so>. Yes. <laughs> So, and it was really cool to see what the, how they embraced it, how they moved it around, how they, they survived, you know, and there's a lot of history there. So the riverfront, you know, and it wasn't just one thing, it was lots of things. And that's what I liked about this whole area moving down here was we moved from an area that was receding. You know, everyone had a lot of time, money, and effort spent in the casino gaming is going to save this county. And it never came, never yeah. came. It's now coming.
1: Yeah, sports but, betting.
2: Yeah, sports betting. And then you got like Monticello, like the, a lot of the hotels are trying to make comebacks. But if you didn't work for the state or the um, a local utility or something like that, it was very difficult to find manageable employment that could sustain you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it was nice to move down here because you didn't have just one thing feeding everybody. Okay. You had industry, you had education, you had medical, you had food and bev, you had tourism, scientific research, you you have all these different, things. Volvo, Boeing, you got all these things that are coming in. Okay. A lot of people didn't know that South Carolina is the largest producer of flat screen TVs.
0: I didn't know that. Why do
2: you know that? <laughs> I know a lot of senseless stuff. Yeah, you would think of no, vagina, right? Hey,
0: that's the name, senseless information episode. That's the name they have episode yeah there you go
1: so we always exciting. try and name it while we're in there but
0: it works I don't know
2: I like it but I do I do love to travel so I've done uh, I can't even remember all the places I've been St. Augustine that was really cool highly recommend that place history been
1: there a couple of times I was stationed down at uh, Moody Air Force Base yeah. in Valdosta so we jetted over there a few times a couple, of half, a couple and a half hours away but Yeah, before.
2: and real historic very historic but it's very interesting because it's the Spanish side Of our culture and the Spanish culture and how they treat women is completely different than the European so and I know Spain's part of Europe but it was a different culture Like it was acceptable for women to have positions of power and money and jobs and and then as these people took it over from each other from the English to the Spanish I'm like wow this is kind of messed up (laughs) but and they did a really great job of documenting it all isn't that the oldest town in in Florida it is it is
0: Florida okay yeah yeah, I wasn't exactly sure. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's, it's like the cool 1500s time. or something like
0: that. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. And
1: then you went to uh, New Orleans too, right?
2: Yeah, my buddy Michael Chauvin moved to uh, New Orleans, and I found out that you don't say New Orleans, it's one word, New Orleans, <laughs> Okay. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he has a great place right down the street from the um, that big Superdome and after settling him into his place we decided to go out and he showed me the town and it's not just one section it's not just bourbon street there's like all these amazing cool the warehouse district and the river district and the Bourbon street district and the french quarter and it's just so many cool things to see and experience and culture and I love to take pictures, and thank God Apple pulled their head out of their ass and came up with a good iPhone, so (laughs) I can take amazing pictures now.
1: It is really good. Yeah. I haven't got the new one yet, but I mean, even the 6S that I got is phenomenal, but...
2: Oh, and I went to Snowshoe. I took the kids up there for Christmas. Yeah, I
0: I was there a little bit after you guys. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: Yeah. That was an awesome place.
0: I've heard. Yeah. By a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. still I've never been snowboarding or skiing, so
2: missing out it's kind of cool and what was nice about snowshoe is that usually when you ski you get your equipment on and then you have to get on a lift so you're 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 not warmed up yet and then you're getting on a lift to go to the top and by the time you get to the top you're cold and then then you ski down to warm up to get back into the cycle but at snowshoe all of the hotels are at the top Mm. so you go right out of your hotel and you ski
1: yeah, <laughs> and then you ski down. Really called ski and ski out. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: that's awesome. It's the best way to do it. Then yeah, it and is. I think
1: Whistler Blackcomb was like that. There's a few resorts out there like yeah. that, but most of them are at the bottom of the resort. You have to yeah. go up the lift. Where's snowshoe? West Virginia.
2: West Virginia. Yeah. Daniel, that was the bartender over at Gray's, He was the one that huh. he would come in all the time, and we we're like, all right, got to do something for Christmas. Got to do something and that that week in between the one week we close. Right. That usually, we ended up doing some kind of expansion or cleaning. Or I just said, anybody wants to stay and clean, they can. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I
0: mean, I think five years you deserve not to be there. Eight. Eight. Eight.
2: 2010 is when we started. What year is it? 2000, <laughs> 2011. Oh God, we bought right. that building. Yeah. Jesus, man. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah, you're getting old. Yeah.
1: Whoa. That's when you know you're getting old when time goes by that fast. <laughs> yeah. We're ready for another beer.
2: I think so. Uh, Oh yeah, man. All
1: right, so this one is going to be the uh, from the same same company, Maine Beer Company out of Freeport, Maine. This is Lunch. It's an Indian Pale Ale. We are have a lot less description here, so that's good. (laughs) Our East Coast version of a West Coast style IPA. Intense hot flavors and aromas of of tropical and citrus fruits. God damn it, Caleb. And pine dominate. A subtle malt sweetness. Uh, brings the beer into balance. All right. 7% ABV, uh, 4.27 average rating.
0: All
2: right. I wonder why it's called lunch. Is it one out of five? I remember they go up to 10. What's the rating on? Uh, five, yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, man, that's kind of...
1: Yeah, funny. this is a, a very good rate of beer.
0: Yeah,
2: I look forward to trying some more of these right off there. I go up in August.
0: Oh, yeah! You better send us all of the pictures. Yes. We'll stuff you full of stickers. Speaking of that, we have stickers for you.
2: Oh, sweet! Love stickers. Woo!
0: I that's about good. All right. That worked out that's well. It's nice color. Look at that. Looks like a paleo. Pretty to the other one.
2: <laughs> well, wow. hey, cheers wow. to you guys. Thank you cheers and i think that's the best bottle because it's a bottle worth sharing you know with friends that's right
0: yeah that is good let's see how it says one
2: percent for the planet on the side of it what's that one percent for the planet yeah so they do a lot Very of nice they're really good about giving back yeah i've always loved all their beers
1: and, and i like the simplicity of the labels too i mean some people yeah. you know i like creativity on the labels too but these are just simple clean fresh i mean it's a different
2: different take. Awesome.
0: But yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I hate their label.
2: But this guy, these guys, yeah, what are you talking man. to a creative artist? Yeah, I mean. that's true. <laughs> I have just, I've always hated it. You know how long it took us to get that coffee?
0: A <laughs> <laughs> <The> long time. <laughs> you know how many times I had to paint that? I mean, come on,
2: yeah, yeah, it's good. It's like, no, it's I want it this way. And you get so frustrated.
0: I still do. I mean, you can ask Brian. We call it bitchy Caleb. (laughs) That's exactly what I call it, (laughs) bitchy Caleb. (laughs) But
2: but once, but once you know him for long enough, you know that that's just him. He's gonna go through it, and he's gonna produce. When you keep challenging you, when we keep challenging you to, this is what we had in our head. Eventually, you pull it out of our head on a paper, and then you're like, "Wow!" And then you, I mean, you can't say you don't like that.
0: Oh, I love it okay yeah, it and good. it
2: took a while to get it but the idea I couldn't express it in a way to make you You'll get it to, uh, and you did it you have to take a picture of it so people know what we're talking about yeah. alright I mean
1: making more work for myself yeah and write down the time by the way oh yeah
0: dude that's a great idea did you write What's it down? That?
1: no because I can't see it oh no, it's 50-30 50-30 there
0: we go <laughs> 50, so, you learn tricks 30, of the trade when you're trying to input things that you talk about. Because I don't go back and listen to the whole episode, and gotcha. I'll miss things all the time. I think literally every episode there's at least three things that we should put that in the video. Well, that's what we're trying to get an intern, that a guy that sits over here in the corner, and he's the guy
1: looking up all the stuff, and he's going to write down all the times and input awesome. that we need to, to input. But it hadn't worked out yet. We thought we had an intern, but where is yeah. he? He's a rock star. Yeah, he's a rock star. He does not have time for us. <laughs> but he said he is was that, interested. Is that the
2: other of me? No. Oh. No.
1: Uh, one of the guests we had on. He's, oh, gotcha. Uh, he's he's going to come in. He's going to help when he, when he can. Okay. Clayton. We can say Clayton his name. Lewis. He has one. Yeah.
0: Um, great musician. Absolutely fantastic. Phenomenal. Up
1: and coming. 24 years old. Um, I mean, he just Clayton got... Clayton
0: Lewis? Clayton Lewis. I'm, I might know him. He plays a lot at Old Charlie Public House. Oh, okay. Um, played at Porch Jams. He works for QLS Radio.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's familiar with all the...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Was he was uh, Neighbors with Whitney. 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 Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah he was on, uh, what, episode six?
0: Uh, okay, Yeah.
1: Five, six.
0: Six. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Six. He's very good. If you haven't listened to him, check out the episode. Yeah, I'll check it out. And listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, a good music. An hour and 45 minutes in, he starts playing. Oh, cool. Because right? oh, I've that's... listened to it numerous times because I'm in love with this guy. Not like physically in love with this guy, but his music.
0: Okay.
1: I want to sign him. If I, if I had a studio where I could sign him and record his album, I would do it. Well,
0: maybe mm-hmm. you should just calm down over there. <laughs> I'm just his face him. is getting all red. He's a good guy. We could
1: just weird.
0: get him in the corner over here to help us out in the fucking show. <laughs> it still sounds weird. Like, put the lotion on the skin, Clayton. All right. Anyways, thank you okay. You're weird. for what... Uh, for, I guess, continuing to push me, I guess. You are right. By the time I do settle down and we get to the final destination, it is nice. <laughs> like, all right, we did it. Absolutely. That was good.
2: <laughs> and you've done a lot. There's a lot of, I mean, do you remember the uh, Forged Palette?
0: Yes. You still have that in the office? I do. Nice. Yeah, I, got, I
2: think I got What is one. this? What are we doing? We did an event many years ago with Jason Knight, Master Bladesmith. Probably like, I think he's ranked in the at least 13th in the world yeah. but well, I'd say he's definitely in the top of the world.
1: So like knife making you know. Knife
2: making okay. blades, swords, you name it. This guy can make, he had a forge. When Ryan was very little I actually, Jackie and I got him a a Christmas gift to spend a day with Jason Knight and um, I think that was probably one of the best presents you could ever give a kid right
1: because I've seen him do a bunch of stuff with yeah. knives and, and carving things and yeah. giving him gifts so,
2: yeah, and would. Jason is not just a, a bladesmith but was also in teaching about how how the metal comes how the blades how the um, the sharpness to a blade you know all kinds of stuff so now Ryan's just like full of that useless information too <laughs> And yeah, a bug come in. It yeah, would have a moth in the studio. <laughs> Stranger danger. So, so it was him and then uh Michael um oh shoot. Show not showing. He owns Mellow Mushroom. I know. <laughs> um, oh man, that's embarrassing.
0: Wait, and, Brian, look it up.
2: No, I got you.
0: good. Okay. Okay. Clayton, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, in I'm your serious. defense, Brad, you do business with a lot of people, and that mm. was a long time ago. It was the first event that I designed a poster for. Hmm. One of many. Actually, I have. I think I still have all Shem of them. The Shemtov.
2: Shemtov. S H E M T O V. He'd be a cool guy to get on here because he's he's an entrepreneur. Like no tomorrow. What'd but you say? S H E M T O V. T O V. What's his first? Him? Michael. Michael? Yeah. Michael Schinders. So he is uh, an entrepreneur through and through in, in the food and beverage industry. Uh, the Daily. Butcher and Bee. Oh,
0: that's, that's him.
2: Mellow Mushroom in Somerville, King Street, West Ashley, North Charleston. Hmm. Uh, he's quite You're an accomplished uh, That'd guy. be great. And so anyway, that was the guy that, you know, he was opening up the Mellow Mushroom in Somerville, and that's how I got to know him. And... I don't know, just the networking side of me. Got him connected with uh, Jason Knight, and they were like, oh my God. So those two start talking about how to get things rolling, and Michael is a true entrepreneur and wants to help others, and I think he was able to help Jason take his game to another level. Hmm. So it's really nice when you can run into those kinds of people to help you get. And that's why I was trying to talk about it. He is one of those guys that does that, like helps get you to that next level. That's fantastic but that was an awesome event we had a guy that was and you got were you part of that where you went up to the forge and you guys took pictures and video or is it just richard i think that was just richard okay maybe richard right so they went up and they took pictures of the forge and the whole process of making a knife and then jason made a knife and brought it in and michael had one of his chefs that lived in somerville come in and they brought this big i don't know maybe a redfish or something and oh, they sliced man. it up and and the guy was had the headphone thing for him or the microphone. Right. So he was talking about it going, typically we'd use a knife for this or a knife for that, but when you have a knife of this quality and you know, and then everybody was having some beer and they were having uh, the fish and it was really good. We did it as an event. That sounds very cool.
0: I saw some of that.
1: I'd be interested in that. I have a lot of swords and stuff, so I'd yeah. be interested to see if he does swords.
0: See how that's made. Like you said, he does everything.
2: Yeah. I will say that when you get to that level, they're not... They're, they're worth every dollar, but they're not, um, they're worth every dollar. All the dollars. Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Hey, but I've always been a big fan, you know.
2: Well, it's like Folgers versus Coastal. Exactly. Know? It's right. worth every penny. Yes, exactly.
0: The quality you pay for.
2: Right. You get what you pay for. Hmm.
1: What uh, last night I was at, uh, I worked at Oak Road last night. I work at both places. Obviously, you've heard that many times, but uh, <laughs> way to go, Brian! Double Knot Spies, yes, played there last night. First yes. time I've heard them. They're good. I think you said you weren't too fond of them, but I thought they were fantastic. They no, were
0: loud the as hell, but that's that's a, my, my issue. But it's um, it's also been like years since I listened to them. You don't need to throw me under the bus here, Jeez, Brian. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it,
1: maybe it's just not your style of music. Maybe, but to me, it was no, just no. It's, it's all classic rock. I it mean, is 60s, 70s rock,
2: I, just some bands feel that the best way to get their music across is to be loud yeah and I think that's what you were referring to because I remember there were several types of musicians that would play at the shop that Caleb would not necessarily be fond right. of we had to peel them off the <laughs> roof a little bit yeah. and I just realized that hey they're bringing lots of money so uh, is, yeah, I mean there
1: was this huge crowd there and it was, it was good for me because I was on the other side so mm-hmm. the loudness wasn't as abrasive but I think if I was sitting right in front it might have been a little a tad bit too loud, but they sounded phenomenal. I mean, the that songs were spot on. It's good music. I, I yeah, was rocking do. last night. I was having a good time working. That's definitely not
0: years. my genre of music as well, so you're, you're right about that. Right, I
1: and mean, that's probably yeah. my my time frame for sure. Yeah. Not even my time frame real. I grew up in the 80s or 70s, 80s, but this was kind of more 60s rock.
2: Are we like the same age, I think?
0: I'm 45.
2: No, I'm older. At yeah. <laughs> the same were time you frame. Though. Gang, though? Into who? <laughs> Are you in a
0: gang, though? Into who? Were you in a gang?
2: Was I in a gang? Yeah. No, we I grew up to, in Maine, dude. It was a gang.
0: We do not have to bring this up at all, dude. You told me once, and now I have to bring it up all the time. It's no big deal. I was. You got up stabbed in Maine. with an ice pick. I did. Yeah,
1: long ago, long but you didn't, you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let
0: it define you. That's good. No, you didn't let it define you. That's good. I did not. That's a good point. I but guess that's like, totally yeah. unexpected. And if you think
2: about that, bad things happen, so good things can, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. This
1: is definitely a maltier beer. It doesn't have the uh, the hop hit that the first right. beer had, I think. I think it's a little smoother. I don't know. I just want to come back to the beer for a second since I, it's warmed up a little bit and the character's kind of coming out. But it's definitely a sweeter, maltier beer, more balanced, I think, than the first one. The first one was good, but I like this one definitely better.
0: Do you? I like the first one better. Really? Yep.
1: Just because of the bitterness and hops?
2: Or yeah, what? I I like the bitterness, and I was, I'm shocked. I the first one was I like this too I mean don't get me wrong yeah. they're both good but if you if you gave me a choice for the second one to, or the third one to say which one would you want I'd say give me one of the first one
0: okay
2: interesting But
0: the, the heavier maltier body is not really my thing I love light No, well, not light body necessarily yeah light like body but I guess malt like I don't know I
2: have no idea how to explain it so I'm going to stop
0: yeah what's your favorite style of beer and I like the, the
2: IPA, I like the IPAs. Okay. Yeah, and I know that's like, wow. If you own a brewery, why do you like IPAs? Because there's all these other varieties out there, yeah. but that's just my preference. And I don't my typically well. drink a lot of beer. I, yeah. Um, I've gotten into the ciders, uh, wine, but I do like on a warm day. I like a nice cold beer. Right. And I do. I would typically, if given a choice, I would go to an IPA.
1: And the ciders have taken off, right? I yeah, mean, our good Lord, I, I did not see that coming at all. And I think just in the last year, they just yep. skyrocketed
2: 500% easily. Yeah. yeah, we carry a large variety. and We've been trying to expand, not to the point where I've got more ciders than beer, but that I, I have a variety for people to try. So everything from the person who looks at it as, oh, it's a glass bottle, like Wolfer, the one oh, that Kristen yes. always goes for. oh um, yeah,
1: she says that's hands down the best I agree
2: and I've had that it's very good but I also like the Seattle um, Hmm. ciders that we have and it's the dry Hmm. the berry's okay but it's a little sweet and then they have one with turmeric and they have another one basil I think
0: really with turmeric
2: yeah that's crazy Hmm. so it's interesting to have and they're light they're not over the top but it's also what you feel like after you drink it you know yeah (laughs) I'll tell you what, during the
1: events, you know, when I work the events and stuff, I mean, there's definitely more people going into your cooler. Not anything against Oak Road Brewery. I don't, I, I think they just maybe don't associate Oak Road with the event that's going on. They think they're supposed to go to Coastal to get their beverages, but huh. it seems like you sell more beer on your side than, than they do on Oak Road's side. That's just I my observation.
2: Have, yeah. I, I always thought it was because. That we're sharing that's where my sales were down because <laughs> yeah. they were taking from me well i mean I, they're right. definitely going
1: over there but it just seems like when i walk over i see people drinking you know the michelo walters and, uh, and yeah i don't know what you do with those and people
2: and stuff, i mean I, i've had somebody say well well just really why come on you've got all these choices to try here's an opportunity for you to expand your horizons yeah and they the marketing the rung of the ladder of where you're placed when you think of something Michelob has done a great job at placing Michelob Ultra yeah. right up there.
0: Plus, going back to your
2: uh, Knoxville thing, yeah, people are doing the
0: same thing for 20 years, stuck in the same mindset. Yeah. They're not going to like, ah, I know I already like this, yeah. so I'm just going to drink this. Yeah.
2: But our staff is getting better, and we're doing a better job of trying to educate them so that they can offer people choices. We've got a young girl, Christina. She's really wants to learn more about the wines and stuff. So pairing her up with Leslie, one of our distributors, and saying, all right, learn and teach, and you put the book together, and giving her that opportunity to put that package together and then teach. So it's not a project that I have to take on. It's something I believed in. It was in the methodology of what I wanted, but allow somebody who has a passion for it to bring it out. We've always done that. If somebody said, hey, I'd like to do something, do it. Kristen just does what she wants now because she knows that if she came to me, I'm going to say yes, because <laughs> it usually will work. Right, But then there are times where, remember when I had the whoopie pies? And I was yes. like, you will make whoopie pies. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to make, she did not want to make whoopie pies. But now she finds creativity in saying, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, she comes up with a green filling for
0: didn't
2: whoopie she, pies. And then she just, just did speak. one with like an apple yeah. something or other oh, that was, it was been, like, to to, one oh yeah. it was to die for
1: we're trying to get Kristen on here but she's uh, she's dodging us at the moment so <laughs>
2: is she? She's, well she's not a she's a great person we all know that but yeah. she's not an outgoing like gonna sit in front of a camera in a microphone
0: that's what I was thinking yeah I wonder how many people would be against this just because we film it as well
2: true
1: she got a lot to say. She's going to be on eventually. but
0: I hope so. Luckily, I'll... Bride, you're so attractive. So just yeah, I'm sure. Out. I
1: said I had a face for radio. <laughs> 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 Me too. Oh, man. What were you saying? I interrupted you. Um, I didn't say anything. I just said we wanted to get the baker on from, uh, yeah. from Coast Coffee Roasters. But...
0: Yeah.
2: Actually, just before I left here, I was over at um, Paul and Chris's house for um, Joshua's graduation party. And they had the gaming truck so I've got that guy truck. there's a you know like what you would put all of your sports gear in or a race car so he, he basically got that and converted it into a gaming trailer where you can walk up inside, sit down in chairs play games, the sides open up where you've got you know, big flat screen TVs and you play all these video nice. games and stuff what? And he's, he's hired out to do that He's a, I mean, he's a vet and he's helped me out he's been at the shop, we've had him for about four years ago we had that trailer for the Veterans Day event excuse me so we're going to have him at the Veterans Day event this year and he also bought two Kona Ice franchises so he'll, he'll probably try to get one of the Kona Ice trucks there and wow. I told him I said I'm going on this craft conversations I said I think you would be really good at it and he said hey I'm game so I'll give you his contact information after All right we're getting a lot of people because of you <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do Caleb I know <laughs>
0: I just want to
2: lay it out. Yes. No, I, you know, oh, it's, we not, appreciate it it's, sure. not, it's not about me. It's about sharing this thing. I well, a little see.
0: bit about this episode is about you. Yeah, a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'd like it to be about everybody a, else. Uh,
1: when I was an Air Force recruiter, we had a, a couple semi-trucks that would come out to these uh, yeah. recruiting events that we would do. They Very had like simulators yeah. and stuff inside of them. It was cool as shit. <laughs> it was awesome, man. I mean, it was the best recruiting tool ever, and I really enjoyed it as well. They I'd had one at
2: the... Uh, World Championships for the robotics. Did they in Houston? Nice. That was another place I went. Houston.
0: By the Air Force. I mean, it was, it the, was Air the Air Force, Force. recruiting yeah. truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robot Ryan's Robotics. Yeah. 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 He's he a genius. He's an evil genius.
2: Oh, don't tell that to him.
0: I've already told it to him. I know, yeah. but his little head will explode. It should have already. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, what is the robotics thing you're talking about? Explain to everybody what.
2: Okay, so the happened. robotics. It's a FRC, which I, I think. First Robotics Competition, I believe it's called. Okay. And it was started by the gentleman that invented the Segway, uh, Dean Kamen, Kamen and of have two other guys. And about 25 years ago, they recognized that they needed to put a focus on science, technology, engineering, math, STEM. And oh. every year they come up with a platform for <clears throat> these kids at different levels. And I don't know which one started first, so it would be wrong to say the... The little kid started and then it went up to the high school level or if the high school level started first and they brought it down. But you have huge sponsors like Bosch, Boeing, um, NASA. NASA has, I think they had the best robot this year. I mean, this thing could do things in such fluid motion that you were like, it was like your hand, like just take this, move this over here. Mm. And the way this robot was working was as right. fluid as jittery, like it wasn't a robot, jittery yeah. or back and, back and forth. It was just smooth operator. It's almost terrifying. It, it's with these robots and what these kids can do and what those gentlemen have put forth with this first team robotics. Um, and Ryan's team was uh, 3489, which is a combination of Palmetto Scholars Academy, Somerville High School, and Ashley Ridge High School. And these kids, they build a robot from scratch every year and they compete against kids from all over the world and depending on how they do in their regional competitions like he did one in Myrtle Beach and they didn't do as well and then somehow they were able to pull their stuff together and when they were in Knoxville they made they were the s- team number 2 out of all the teams they came in second and the only reason they got this well not the only reason but the main reason they got the slot to go to the world championship is because the first team had won at the Myrtle beach. Oh, wow. So right. that moved them to top to be able to go. Now, and when you say compete, they're not like battle bots, like fighting each nope. other. What are they doing? They're do collaborative- they compete? So they're, if, they're collaboratively working three teams against three teams. So the three, they called alliances and they're called the blue alliance and a red alliance. And those alliances, they talk, I mean, it's not just about can I drive a robot? Can I build a robot? Can I repair a robot? It's negotiating techniques. It's finding the skill sets that you can do or you can do. And hey, our robot does this, your robot does that. How can we get that to be where we can put it forward so we can win this match? Oh, wow. So there's all these things. And each so every
1: robot has to do the same exact task? Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, there's, there's tasks. Who does it better?
2: So you have a platform, so you have a, a game area. I don't know what you would call it. I think Arena. Arena? Yep. So Mm -hmm. Arena, and this year's, it was scales. So how many robots, I mean, how many of these blocks could you put up on the (laughs) scale? And if the scale went to your way, then you start accumulating points. And then they had these things called switches, which were basically like a scale, but a smaller version. And if you could control that, and if you put blocks in this other section, like through this hole, then that would allow them to get extra points to do certain things, like another lift. And then at the end of this um, match, which is all time, they have an autonomous mode. So the autonomous mode would be where the robots go in and the drivers have to step away and you had to program the robot to do something. So it would have to go over, pick up a block, go over and do something with it. Now imagine that switch going up and down, right? And then, or the scale. And then your your robot on your side is programmed to do something. And then the guy on the other end, his robots do the same thing. So the scale starts like this, but what happens if it moves? So they have to play all these things into play. And then once they would get points for that, they would... their rankings. So at the end of each match. And what helped them out a lot was that if your alliance was able to lift a robot 12 inches off the ground at the end, then they got so many points for it. Well, they developed a robot that when it came up, it latched onto the part to pull itself up and then flop these two arms down and the other two robots could come up on top of it and their motor was strong enough that it would lift like 400 and some pounds or just lift all three robots up so you talk about like this whole stand you know the university of tennessee was like amazing like everybody's like, oh you're category five you're category five and when they could do it and it a lot of it just stemmed from making those alliances like your driver needs to be able to do this your driver needs to be able to do this so that we can win this and then drive it on there and it would lift them up. They, sometimes it didn't work. Sometimes it did. But oh, man. the team really pulled together and they did. They made it to the semifinals again this year. So That's pretty yeah, awesome. Was, but they're playing against kids from Turkey, Japan, Australia, uh, Brazil, South America. I think they had someone from Israel. A team from Israel was there. So they had a strong presence.
0: Literally everywhere.
2: Yeah. Wow. It's, it's worldwide.
0: That is fantastic.
1: So, so But that, it's not always in the United States then so the competition the might competition go
2: to other places. The competition is actually well they'll have their regionals <coughs> in other countries but the two national, the, world the world championships are in two spots in the United States. One is held in for this like I guess they have divisions so they have um, Division 1 Division 2 or I don't know what they're called but one is in Houston, Texas and the other one is in I hear that but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is but Let's uh, ignore it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So they would have uh, one was in Houston, and then the winner of Houston um, used to play the winner of the other one at Dean Cameron's mansion or house. (laughs) But I think they just now take this team and this team, and then they just go. That is awesome. But it's it's really neat to see children look up to an inventor. As like a superhero, it's not a sports star, it's not a musician, it's not a politician, which not too many people look up to them anymore. Yeah. But, um, but as leaders, you know that these these kids like really look up to these guys, and yep. they've done an amazing job. So right. Hope that explained it.
1: No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that was much more. Like, so, but I mean, so the main two things you're getting judged on is how well you control your robot, and then how well it. Auto- uh, what's the, the word
2: the autonomous well it goes
1: on its own what's that word Ato- uh, autonomous
2: mode yeah, yeah. autonomous mode <laughs> what I would recommend is looking up first team robotics and Look, they actually do, do, do a video this. and say this is the what each robot has to do yeah I mean I was like looking for the robot that had the category 5 which is their lo- mascot category 5 hurricane and I think this year they called the robot FEMA so I thought nice. that was kind of fun That's, That's great.
0: great well done
2: <laughs> and Ryan, he made some amazing contributions to that team, but recognized that it, in true fashion of Ryan, it's better not to be the leader, it's better to be the person training the leader. So he didn't want to be the lead mechanical guy this year, he wanted to be teaching the lead mechanical engineer. What in the world? He just, you know, some people say that it's because of he's lazy, but it's not. He his viewpoint behind it was spot on like I would do. If I'm mean, if I'm only got a role that they feel comfortable with. Right, but if I'm if I'm going to be leaving and I want succession, then I don't need to be the one in the front,
0: the main key, you're I, right.
2: I can take the back seat to not be the person in the front to allow the the legacy to continue. But it's that was that was what he would tell me. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I see that wholeheartedly.
2: Yeah, I do too. He's, he's I mean, a very crazy
1: puzzle, so it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody yeah. is important in their own right.
2: And what's also nice too is when you do that, you let somebody else shine in a way that you both shine. Right. So, like if... When we would do something, if I gave it to you to do and you did a great job, it made me look good.
0: <laughs>
2: Seriously. I never thought about it that way. But it's not me having to put that effort, but I was always there that if you had struggles or to to do something I would help but it's the person who's leading doesn't always have to be the guy in the front. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean more so. And really
1: a good leader shouldn't be to be honest. I I mean you should be letting like you said the other people shine and and let them get the credit um, for the work that they're doing and not for what ultimately has become your uh, accomplishment or whatever as an
2: individual. It's And Coastal Coffee Roasters, for a while, was becoming the face of me. And I've been trying really hard to pull that off of me and put it onto those others that are there. So, like, let Richard shine on the roasting side that, no, it's not me, it's him. It's it's all him, because it is him. Oh, yeah. But it's, you know, let Coastal have its own face, but then have Danielle be here, Richard here, Kristen here, Brian... You know, all these different people. Let them be what this place is, and let me be the one that helps guide it. Yeah. Cause it's it, I mean, it's a cool place to hang out. Just
0: like Eric Orn mm-hmm. in the back corner, covered in shroud. It's like yes. No. Is that it? Lord of the Rings reference? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't get it. Come I didn't on. get it. I got it. Whatever.
2: Screw you guys. I don't know. I just <laughs> watched Deadpool funny. again last night. It was so funny. The second one. I haven't seen the second okay, one. Okay, I haven't either. Oh. Okay. Gordon the first one was always always like, hey, to... old Gandar, go make a spell or something. <laughs> Gordon and I were talking about going tomorrow to see it. Is uh, it
1: out now? <laughs> yeah, it came out this weekend. Devil oh, it did? Two. Yeah.
0: Oh, sweet. It came out Friday.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, I probably will. Have you see. heard of that movie pass
0: thing? The movie pass?
2: Yeah. Was it through AT&T? No. Okay. It's no.
0: through like a separate company. It's like nine ninety five a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have heard of that. And then you get a free... Uh, movie
2: like you can go every day or something
0: yeah but you have to stand in line so you can't do like Fandango so you you have to go and do swipe it's like a card you get in the mail so you gotta wait a while to receive the card yeah Hmm. I want that
2: I can't commit myself to one thing see that's fine
0: but if you see two movies a month you already like
2: yeah I don't see two movies a month though yeah but would
0: you with a movie pass
2: alright so I wanna know this question Mm -hmm. you're on a radio show or a podcast, and you gotta take a leak.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. actually, it's about pause? that time. <laughs> take we take a break. Oh, sweet. Hey, everyone, we'll be back.
2: I like them a lot. I'm like, mm-hmm. good. So, unfortunately, City Summers cool. might be like, great, I get to play next time. City <laughs> yeah, mean, Summers is be. I just I'm saw a post say. by Oak
1: Road, as a matter of fact, that um, they're doing a open mic, I think.
0: What? Well, shut the front door.
2: Yeah, please the Like, a,
1: com- like a comedy open mic, maybe? I don't know. i have to look it up. Well,
0: that's different. Yeah. Has on
1: anyone ever? Or... Because, I mean, you guys are doing the open mic on Thursdays, but I yeah. think it's a comedy thing,
0: maybe. I don't, I don't know. If sure. That would be awesome. Yeah. We yeah. need a yeah. comedy Yeah, we need some place. comedy in, in town. And that's fine.
2: Sure. I just don't do it on the same nights that we're doing music. Or- well,
0: that'd be ridiculous, because you can't even hear anybody. Right. The, yeah. the business are way too close. I would like to give them... I, would I know love, smarts with that one.
2: <laughs> and I, I have no problem if they want to share in like paying for the music, then they can help choose the music. <laughs>
0: yeah. There you go.
1: I'll look it up. We'll figure it out. All right. Are we going oh, to jump but, into another one? But game? I would love to have some music for sure. Oh, another beer?
0: Well, we all just finished. We can. And, and we all... And I'm
2: drinking my water.
1: Just got back from our pee break. All right. Well, we'll do one... We'll do one last beer. We picked up, uh, you know, we're, we're good friends with Holy City. Oh, yeah, here, absolutely. So
2: Chris Brown, good friend.
1: We're going to uh, finish up with a little bit heavier uh, beer. Let me go back to this other page here. The overly Friendly IPA from Holy yeah. City, uh, which is down there today. As a matter of fact, we've been told people or we've been told before people in Charleston are so damn friendly. Sure, we smile, wave, say hello, hey, y'all, and other cute stuff. But our friendliness can be overwhelming to folks that aren't used to it. <laughs> uh, same goes for this IPA, whose name came from our intern, uh, Bryn. A double dose of Centennial, Warrior, Chinook, and Cascade in the boil and the dry hop impart a massive citrus nose to the beer, backed up by pale and wheat malts. 7.6% ABV, 65 IBUs, average rating of 3.8%.
0: Oh, we should get some kind of like revolving disc thing. That just Why don't
2: you ask Ryan? He can make you one. Honestly, that's exactly
0: what I was just thinking.
2: You should put Ryan on your show. We should. Yeah, I mean. No, I mean, he has it at what? 17, 16? He had his own logo. Yeah, he's he amazing. I, I would love oh, that. that. We just can't. Way, that board way too heavy.
0: I
1: apologize. Wait, I got to film this. we Ryan get, get Brian done. right now. <laughs> I mean, it's Whoa. nothing like the first two beers.
0: Hey, you followed uh, the two finger rule by Caleb Taylor, though. That's, what? That's not. That's a, that's it's a two finger. That's, that's like a five a fist. finger rule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might
0: take a second for that to calm down. The uh, the fisting rule is a little bit different, I think. I was just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like that Ryan. Maybe
1: these are just overcarbonated. I don't we
0: I guess we could drink like craft soda yeah, or something. So,
1: it's way way carbonated
0: because like you said he wouldn't be able to enjoy the beer
2: uh yeah
0: and he doesn't drink kombucha does he it's uh, just like too healthy for him
2: well Canterbury maybe he would drink Canterbury he drinks some of those I would love that dude. yeah and he mixes it with other stuff
0: is he going and to just said, What's
2: that one that you guys Sorry, came Brad, up with? Have to, oh, wait. So I have to muscle Actually, through I mean, some head there. That, uh, with the Coke and Espresso?
0: Oh, yeah. the Coke and Espresso. Exactly. That's, okay, that's what it's called Spot then. Spot on, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely delicious. Well, it, I hate it. you got to be more specific. <laughs> it's the Mexican Coke, the one that's uh, right. like regular sugar. Yes. Right. Which is the only Coke you sell in your in your right. shop. Is... is that the only one?
2: Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Mexican Coke?
0: Yeah. Real sugar, glass bottle, the way it's intended to be enjoyed.
2: And the... Uh, sprite is the same way
0: thank you yeah mm-hmm. delicious absolutely delicious but i thought you were talking about that one when i first met richard back when everything was in the warehouse still all oh, right yeah and he i think i just finished a batch of the strawberry basil all oh, right mm-hmm. and we mixed a little bit of that with half and half
2: that oh. is delicious yeah that's a
0: great idea Ah, oh, it's so good it's like a strawberry cream sickle yeah that's a
2: great idea
1: oh let me ask you this one of your competitors maybe not a competitor because they use your coffee but um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: no they must be a friend <laughs>
1: yeah but um, they offer keto and bulletproof coffee are you what still am- not down with that? I'm still not down with that I, well, look, I,
2: I do have Was it uh, what do they call him long face Jeff <laughs> he comes in yeah and he would come in with his container and he'd already have his margarine and his coconut oil not margarine or whatever, butter, grass yeah. fed butter, grass fed butter. Yeah. butter, margarine, or what, coconut oil? Coconut oil. And then he would come in and say, fill it up. So for $1.50, he's getting your $6 cup of coffee. Who's okay. the competitor?
1: Um, did- Mellow and Play. Yeah, Mellow and Play. Yeah, yeah. Was that Will? Yeah, so he does, yeah, yeah they, Will. they got a sign out front that says Keto and Bulletproof Coffee. You go in, he's got the butter, he's got the yeah. coconut oil, he blends it, the NutriBullet.
0: Bullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's delicious.
2: S- have you seen our stuff? Can you imagine me adding one more thing to their day? Yeah, I don't even know
0: her. if you have space to fit one more thing. Yeah,
1: I Yeah, know. I mean, you, you'd probably done. have to have like three neutral bullets for sure. To, yeah. to and then I'd go. have to
2: have a big, bigger sink area to clean everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> but well, we no problem you bringing your I remember, own grass-fed I remember butter.
1: when I came in Richard's episode, I was telling him, I remember when I first met you or one of the first times I met you when you were still in the center and I came in and I think I wanted almond milk.
2: Oh, right. And I didn't even
1: have and that. You were like, nah, we're just a simple operation. We're just doing basic coffee. Uh, we got regular milk and whatever. And now you got just this whole conglomerate of stuff going on. So,
2: But I still don't have as much coming. as Corner House has. Really? Uh, oh, God. You no. got more stuff out they there. They have every milk imaginable, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. Someone. So got I'm just macadamia saying. Damian nut milk? What? Yeah. Oatmeal <laughs> milk? No, no. Oatmeal milk. I think it's oatmeal milk. I don't know. They have a lot of different stuff.
0: Isn't that what you do when you get uh, not poison ivy?
2: Oatmeal bath, yeah, avena. Yeah. yeah. An oatmeal bath. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's. And you just pox. drain the
0: water into gallon jugs and yeah. sell it to people. Yes. Oatmeal hey. milk.
2: And they call it oatmeal. I still. What was it? Meet the Fockers with. Yeah, I milked the little kitty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah, I remember that. That was a good too.
1: Uh, I think I was wrong I'm looking here it just says open mic I must have just thought it was something different but it's, it's the same Thursday open mic that they were promoting so
2: well we do Sorry. have some people coming in on open mic and re- re- remember that open mic is open mic so if somebody wants to do it in comedy they would just have a period of time right allotted to the same time of two songs three songs. and, and there
1: whatever. are a couple guys that do some, okay. some spoken word type yep, stuff there's, or
2: uh, yeah there's a couple people that come in and, yeah that yeah. old gentleman with the white shirt and he's, yes
1: Exactly. Sorry. That's good stuff. It's interesting. No, and you know what? I've learned from
2: that never judge a book by its cover and that art comes in many, many forms.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. You're the first testament to me because when I first met you with the tattoos and stuff and Richard's like, oh, i got to meet my buddy. And he's like, he wants to put this mural on the wall. And there were two of them. One was the one we got. And yeah. the other one was a little darker. And then I saw Caleb and I was like, okay, hey, look, right, <laughs> go for it. You know, can you do this one? I'm not trying to tell an artist what to do, but this has a little bit more, I don't know. The other one seemed darker. I don't know why, but
0: I don't remember.
2: There was two choices you gave me.
0: I don't remember the choices.
2: One is the Calvin with the coffee cup yeah. or whatever his eyeball or whatever. they called those guys. And I don't remember the other, but I the remember it being. The
0: first version of Calvin.
2: Yeah, the first version of Calvin. But I was, and then I end up hiring the guy, and then he's like my adopted son. Yeah. yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> Actually, speaking of Calvin, one of the coolest things when I, every time I go in to get coffee is looking up on that side thing and just seeing all the other little, like I guess little kids or people that have doodled Oh, yeah. Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was just.
2: I still have that idea in my head about the, the coloring book for the community. I had already forgotten. Don't forget. I'm not. I'm, I'll have time eventually. Well, I've. We can do it together. Okay. Collaborate.
0: Yeah, you just put the scenery together.
2: <laughs> I'll do all the legwork. All you got to do is draw them up. Ah, see, that's great. I like that. <laughs> uh, see? Expansion for Coastal Coffee Roosters. <laughs> we have a publishing company now. <laughs> Ooh, that
0: would be awesome. Yeah. Could you fit a printing press in your warehouse?
2: Why would I have to do that? Hire Amazon for that. Oh, yeah. Or printing associates around the corner. I guess
0: it's not seventeen hundreds, is no. it?
2: No. <laughs> we don't have to play Ben Franklin. And did you realize that Ben Franklin helped sponsor? With, it was like the first franchisee that he set all these people up in publishing or printing presses around the country on the Eastern Seaboard. He funded everything, and then you had to pay him back by a percentage of what you made and all that kind of stuff. He was like one of the first franchisers of in the United States I knew he was a hustler he was a, and he liked the French women <laughs> he there spent a lot of time in France
0: <laughs>
2: oh, gotta read his biography it's pretty cool
0: I think what I heard was Benjamin from, Franklin biography
2: yes that's amazing right
0: see that's so official I was gonna say drunk history
2: <laughs> no he well, well he has that saying you know the libations in moderation
0: no I was talking about the show
2: oh have, oh, you,
0: have no. you never seen Drunk History? Oh, that's good. oh
2: wait, yeah, I think it's I, I watched one. It's one episode. Comedy Central, I think. Yeah, I watched one episode 30. and said no. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good! I, love... I can't sit still that long. That's very good. true. Actually,
0: <laughs> that's a good point.
2: I'm surprised I said still this long.
0: And if you're sitting still, usually it's dark time outside, you know, you're relaxing. It's a different, yes. different time. Yeah. I understand that. I don't really watch too much TV either, so. <laughs> I look it's at a screen all day, different. That's totally different.
1: Completely different. It's a little overcarbonated, I think, actually. This can might be a little uh, off, I think. It still tastes good. Yes, absolutely. It's definitely. I mean, you saw the pour. It was over, a little over-carbonated. And sometimes that happens with it cans. It happens. Yeah.
2: But those guys are amazing, and they, oh, they started about the same time that we did. Yeah. And they got funding for their first part was through the LDC, uh, Low, Low Country Development Corp., Friend Cindy Works is very active in that. And they funded us. They funded um, so many different startups lovely. in Charleston. I mean, they have such success stories. To, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, The Orange Spot. Yeah. They help. Oh, I love them. the place. Yeah. They I mean, help. Nothing gets coastal but No, they're I great. Love I story. love those girls. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love that tea, that orange tea that she makes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they have a different location, more out yep. right onto the Bager. main strip. And,. It was interesting is that the LDC was to help bridge that entrepreneurial funding mechanism between banks and financial institutions. So one of the troubles that we had with Coastal was I came down here. I made a lot of money when I was up north. And I, excuse me, I retired from that or resigned or took my golden parachute, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and I came down here. And as soon as I didn't have that paycheck coming in, you're in the financial world, you're treated like a bum. You're like you, you're you don't you're not worth anything anymore. Yeah. I'm like yeah, but I did this and this and this, and I have all this capital to put in it. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have any cash flow. I don't have the cash flow because I'm going to generate the cash flow. So what ends up happening is you have these people like Cindy and her team at the LDC. You had to get be de- denied by a bank, and you get denied by they give you a denial letter, and then you would go to them, and if they believed in your pitch and they believed in your idea with your business plan and all that, they would fund you. So it's part of the SBA. So we actually, when we started the kitchen mm-hmm. and the office and the shower and the bathrooms and all that, that was actually funded by the LDC.
0: That's amazing.
2: Yeah, I strongly support those guys. And Low Country Local First, that's another organization. Yeah, I support.
0: Wanting to go down there and. Who's the guy that.
2: Oh, with a beard? Yeah. Is um, it Jonathan? Nope. Nope. Shoot. Shoot. Larry.
0: Not even close. Yeah, not even
2: close, Larry. What'd you say, John? I said Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you, uh, Jonathan would be my like Jonathan Cox. He had the company with the kombucha, which he started out of that little back room in the, yeah. the two spare rooms, and now he's doing very well down in Charleston, and he's got a nice kombucha business. That's awesome. I think it's called One Love. Okay. I don't, can't remember the name of it, but it, it doesn't hint towards kombucha whatsoever. But okay. Well, peace. <clears throat> Woodstocky, one love.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get started with kombucha? How'd y'all start doing that?
2: I'm going to give credit to Jackie because I didn't even know how to spell the word. Okay. Um, and then I researched it and I ended up buying strains from California. And then we started our own strain. And then from that strain, we've just been continuing. I don't think the envelope is still in there because I think I had like three other vials. Oh of, really? Of the actual culture. Okay. And then, so you had to brew the tea, and we actually grew our our own com- mother. Right, the mother and the yeah. child we talked about. And then from the that way. mother, how many years later? Oh my god! And we're still in that same. That's still thing.
1: from the original. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. it's, well, if if, two weeks, if it had genetics, it probably is like a hundred generation later or whatever. But yeah, it's, wow.
1: Yeah. And you decided to do that versus just buying a kombucha off the shelf? Yeah. Because of
2: what? I mean. Um, because we were into creating our own products, we uh-huh. we've always I, and I'll give Jackie a lot of credit. When I got involved with her family many many years ago, it was very local. It was a small community, and it was like you bought your lumber from the local lumber company. You didn't go to the big box stores. You bought your Groceries from the local grocery store. You bought this. I mean, there was no, like, mass market, you know. There were times when you had to, and that was, like, a long-ass trip. It was, like, about an hour away to go to those big-box stores. Right. But she was very into local, and she was very into, like, I mean, she was able to stay-at-home mom, be a stay-at-home mom, but at the same time, she was never just a stay-at-home mom. I mean, she always had different companies and very creative and always coming up with ways to make money but at the same time she would dabble in a garden and dandelion wine and all these just creative things she self-taught on a lot of it which was really cool and that I think kind of helps plant the seed on top of the seed I had planted from when I was in Germany because you you know being in Europe I mean your refrigerator is only like a little college fridge refrigerators all you got in any of the places you had over there yeah. so you had to go to the market more often you had to buy local now whether it was as local as it appeared don't know mm. but it did give the appearance and the food tasted better and it just was this mindset of being local and you can if you can create it create it so we found out how to create it we started making our own because quite honestly didn't like the stuff that was on the shelf yeah and then we stuck with well that one year how many did we have like 15 fucking varieties of kombucha and I finally like I'm done
1: one yeah we talked about that (laughs) yeah it got a little out of control now it's just a green tea right yeah so uh, we
2: just do the green tea and if you want to add soda you want to add whatever you want to add to it go for it Mm -hmm. but it got way out of control and we were I didn't I didn't do that I'm not saying it was just you (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying I just finally had to pull the trigger and say, done.
0: Well, I guess the issue is not so much the different flavors, you just had leftovers everywhere. Well, there's
1: no space either. I mean, you don't have a cooler to keep it in, you
2: don't
0: don't have a a tap to put it on. But then you,
2: and here's the other one I hate telling a customer no.
0: Oh, that's a good point. And you'd run out.
2: And you'd run out, and someone would say, I had the lunch, you know, whatever, that kombucha or the blackberry kombucha. Oh my God, I want the blackberry kombucha. Well, all I've got is green kombucha or hold on, I got this one and this one and this one and this one and this one. <laughs> so finally we just said we're going with a green, an organic green tea with citrone from Harney and Sons, organic cane sugar, and I think that's it. Yeah. And the mother. Yeah.
0: Right. That's what I get when I go there if I don't get coffee.
2: Yeah. I, And you know how it's it's always a difficult product to stay on top of because you can either have too much. And you can have not enough. Yeah. I,
0: you could have like a good weekend and be screwed because it takes like two weeks to ferment.
2: Yeah. So we are we got in that screwed part. So my other location or our other location, Corner House, has been waiting patiently for kombucha. And I'm hoping that to God tomorrow it's ready
0: the yeah you it. really can't yeah. push it so no you just... can't
2: it's not like you look at it it's like the watch pot <laughs> it doesn't boil yeah you know it's come just... on
0: you ferment faster <laughs> but
2: you... so i could go the route that other people have gone and i've gone plastic and go to bigger containers and stuff like that but then there's the whole sanitary part and i kombucha is not something i want to screw around with so having glass you know you can sanitize that a lot yeah. easier um, and because it doesn't, it has cultures and stuff, I want to stick with, stick with glass. So we're probably going to get a few more containers so that we can ramp that up nice. a little bit. And our iced coffee has gone like crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's exploding. Yeah. It really is. I mean, and I feel every bad. text I see
1: is cold brew kicked, co kicked, cold brew
2: And I'm like, that's five and a half gallons. I don't miss those days. <laughs> yeah. It's five and a half gallons gone. Five and a half gallons gone. Five and a half gallons gone. And then the guy who's doing it is going, where the hell's all the kombucha? And then my face is like, why don't we have any iced coffee? Or why <laughs> don't we have any kombucha? Yeah. Why don't we have any sodas? And so I have tried to be more patient. And it's hard when you've got... A crew of 25, 26 people that work for you. Wow. That you want to make sure that they're all paid. And when the product that actually generates the revenue to pay them isn't there, yeah, it, it gets stressful.
1: That seems to be a hard one to dial in, though. I mean, yeah. realistically. you know, The, the kombucha and the cold brew. Yeah, as far as supply and demand and how much needs to be there and, and it, cooler space.
0: No?
2: I would rather say no. five kegs what you will have at all times. Yeah. So if on a Friday you came in and there were five kegs mm-hmm. ready to go, by Monday, if you kicked three of them, you still have two to get your week started, and you start something on Monday, you have it on Tuesday. Or if the person who's monitoring the group chats is saying on Sunday, oh shit, I just saw five kegs kick, I'm going to be screwed. I just come in and it doesn't take that long to prepare it. Right, then it just but sits, for, like it sits for a period of time and then they right. pull Not it 24. out the next day. You want about 21. 18. Right. Yeah. We do, yeah, we do about 18.
0: Hey, generating a, they could call it the par yeah. level.
2: That's the hardest. I mean, shit, we haven't been able to figure out par levels on anything in that place. <laughs>
0: well, there's a lot. Of How many times has Richard run out? out of sexy seven?
2: He hates the story. I think he does it out of spite. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's like one of our best sellers. Yeah,
0: yeah, eventually before i went on to more beer related (laughs) careers i guess i feel like i I got eventually like i didn't get
2: no you didn't you you got got
0: close i got close pretty pretty few times
2: you did a great job you got it you got it where it needed to be i mean i was
0: bitchy caleb but i did
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes he was bitchy caleb
0: (laughs) we've grown a lot guys
2: (laughs) yes absolutely Look where you are now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What time is it? I don't know. I don't
0: know. One thirty-eight. What is it? One thirty-eight. you got about twenty minutes left. Oh, one. Th- I'm mean, like, what the hell? Oh, sorry. Hour and thirty-eight minutes okay, into the, the episode. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know, we like to keep it under two hours. Easier for me to edit. Uh, uh,
2: we I'm jumped okay up that.
0: to two episodes a week now.
2: Sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah. Please let me know so I can post it onto our, our social media site. Oh, we'll let you know. Yeah. That can be we'll posted onto Instagram as well? I'll send
0: you like a little... We could do a little teaser trailer. It's a minute long. Yeah, and we do a that, teaser.
2: And then that goes where they flip over to your website right. we'll, or... We'll, yeah, we'll link the uh, YouTube gotcha. uh, link YouTube. in there. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Well, all, all the links, but usually we put the, the YouTube link in the uh, in the bio, right? On Instagram. Whatever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just yeah. Just make sure I can... Share it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't... It'll be on Instagram, Facebook. Shareable.
0: We'll figure yeah. it out. He's the social media guru, so... There you go. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm lying. But I appreciate you saying that. Though. Yeah, yeah. you're very I'm well. I'm learning be. every day. So what do you think about this after it warmed up a little bit? Actually, it tastes a little better. I have to agree. I still have a lot yeah. of head on mine. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a different
2: style than uh, than what we had, for sure. But you were right that it's the carbon... That might be with the the carbonation the bubbles are yeah. making it taste different but it's good i mean it's definitely better i drink mean, this sad. on
1: draft down there quite often and it's it, this is not the same the same no that hmm. happens similar but yeah. it's just the carbonation. Listen, I mean, you we've can't even done that with everything
2: <laughs> yeah it's somebody coming the other day asking this iced coffee tastes different i'm like dude taste it it does not taste different I'll give you your money back if you want. Uh, no, I think you just want to have conversations with somebody. <laughs> oh <laughs> The man. cute girls behind the counter.
0: <laughs> oh, well, see, that makes sense then. No,
2: it doesn't. Go away.
0: <laughs> oh, it makes sense. You don't want it, but I feel like it still makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I threw a lot of times when I worked at Lowe's for a little bit. Just people would just come up to whatever coworker I was with, and just throw anything against the wall to see if a conversation would stick and I'm yeah. just standing there like what is wrong with you yeah like just go away just, just relax yeah it can be
2: creepy for sure yeah. Yeah. and you see the number of customers Excuse I me. mean granted we can't compare to the big box stores or the bigger cafes but to see where we've gone from and then you look at corner house and it's like I don't look at them as that they're that much smaller I look at it, that's where we were so many years ago. Right. It's like, all right, so that's new, and I'll bringing it up, and Jackie will do a great job out there. That's awesome. So.
0: Yeah. I'll still never forget. I love telling the story. It's one of my favorites. But I'll never forget working at Night Law Firm and walking across the street oh, yeah. <laughs> to go get coffee from you. And I was expecting, obviously, with Starbucks culture, to walk into like a whole legit like cafe and having all these blended iced drinks, and I was just getting iced coffee. And I was like, oh, there's a fold-up table, two young kids and a dad. <laughs> Where's the
2: coffee at? <laughs> yeah, that's how we started. Robert yeah. Pratt likes to tell the story about having a, the, the tray, the, the rack that we move around. It's like, I don't know, two yeah. foot by three foot yeah. with the air pots on them and the tip jars. It's now the tip jar, but that was the, the money jar. It wasn't a tip jar. It was a money jar. And I'd leave a sign going, going and get my son Ryan," and I'd leave the door wide open, and people would come in and they would make their own coffee, crazy and they'd son put of the money in, and Robert Proud would give me hell all the time. You can't just leave your money <laughs> sitting around, and I'm like, "Well, I don't want to live in a town that I can't do that." But <laughs> then mean, when I added beer, I was like, "That ain't definitely ain't gonna yeah. work." <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But no, we have been very, very blessed by this community, and it's great. I, mean, I always asked if I had done the beer first, then the coffee, what would have been done. But I don't think it would have really mattered because it's your life story has to be unfolded the way it needs to be unfolded. You can't go to the back of the book. You can't go to the front of the book to get what the book's about. You got to start at the beginning and you got to work your way through.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could jump there, but you're not going to have gonna any reference or context yeah. or anything. Yes. Yeah, and
2: all those failures, trials, tribulations that you experience along the way. Make you who you are for the next page. What's that saying? Bad things happen to good things happen or everything happens for a reason? I guess both work in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but everything does happen for a reason. Absolutely. Uh, I really strongly. I've lived that. I've taught all you guys that.
0: Ever since I've met you. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's written on both walls.
0: The, the, two oh man that's right. oh actually i say
2: you wrote it you dip <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've done a lot of painting but i don't know if beer would have
1: worked 10 years ago in somerville yeah I don't,
0: I, don't I don't know i don't know i don't think
2: it would have yeah i don't know that definitely Holy city's done oh you
0: mean like open a brewery instead of a oh. coffee roastery?
2: yeah in summer it's just
0: one limit no, okay yeah I don't <laughs> well it definitely I hate when that. happens oh jeez sorry Brian. <laughs> what were you saying
2: that was the microphone for all those who can not see
0: we're getting wild in here yeah. no but well, you couldn't have done a brewery anyway because didn't the stone law have to get past or something didn't okra had to That's jump through yeah, yeah, the hoops
1: wouldn't... well I mean palmetto's been around for that long but yeah you, you would have been a lot more restricted at that yes. point 10 years ago for
0: sure
2: yeah. yeah so I think I mean I who knows all I know is that the the path as difficult as it looked looking back on it i would change a few things but i wouldn't change much because it wouldn't make us who we are today right yeah
1: i'll tell you what those guys are doing a phenomenal job at this point i mean from where they've come from to where they are now three years later next month i mean i think their beer is 10 times better than what it was to start off
2: with a lot of people have said that i've heard that consistently by. yeah lots of local people
0: seeing the praise i will say though if i had to have a choice between beer or coffee for the rest of my life i'd go coffee in a fat second
2: i'd have to agree with that only because I, and i'm a spoiled brat because <laughs> <laughs> some of our coffees are just like spot on that are me too just you start your day and it's like if i had to make a choice if i had to make a choice yeah, yeah. i mean i like both but what better building to go to than 108 east 3rd north street you can start your day and end your day
0: yeah that's so perfect I do that quite often. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, working in both places. You're not, a, you're not the only one. There are a lot of people that set up shop and just work all day in your shop. Oh, it's yeah. amazing
1: the amount of people that sit there five, six hours. I mean, I, I used to do the same thing. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
0: I remember that. I go for meetings there, and I always just want to hang out afterwards.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And the hardest part is just teaching your staff that you know just because customers do something doesn't mean that you guys can do something. So like when they sit on the other side of the bar and eat their sandwich or something and they start talking to the people who are working, I'm like, N- no, go sit over there so they can get the job done and help those customers yeah. where you enjoy what you've just paid for.
0: There yep. you go. You know what? I was complaining about spending so much time on Coastal, but it just, I kept bringing it up the entire episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we didn't we do did. that. He how, did it. How ironic. It was, it was all his. It was all, was all my fault. fault. But it was interesting
1: i i don't think it was here's my story of coastal coffee and boring and whatever it was kind of interesting interjections oh you
0: made me feel better yeah
1: so good job there buddy Mm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it is interesting to see how much that place has been to so what has been to so many different people yeah so like even my three kids like ryan will say i'm not gonna work for you. you fired me right but he still, he does like the tap cleaning. He does any mechanical stuff. He, you know, he would help out in that. Yeah. Rachel was a big, huge barista, you know, brought so much love and happiness to so many customers coming in where they still ask, where's Rachel? Mm-hmm. And it's really helped influence where she is today by that experience. And then Richard with his coffee roasting and photography and one goes hand in hand with the other. You know, it's, it leads people to do better and bigger things.
0: Yeah. It all comes Look, back to community.
2: It is. And so it's almost like I want to put it on the outside of the building community house.
0: That would you be know, really Like neat.
2: a big, huge mural is his community house. Oh, you know, yeah. Paint. And we sold this, this, and this. And they this, and this. <laughs> just have it like, go down this long list of yeah. Come give me your money. Can you paint the roof? I've been told I can't, but I would rather ask for forgiveness.
0: You're going to put that on the air? <laughs> exactly.
2: I'd love to have a big huge logo on the backside on the Arby side. Coastal coffee roasters and then Oak Road Brewing Company. And yeah. then when you're flying into town, you That's get to look down and you can see all the buildings. Yeah. Wouldn't that be kinda of cool? That would be super And then have cool. it lit up at night so that there's a plane's coming up. Like, hey, wow, well, there's Coastal. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that.
0: Yeah. I don't see so, why not. I should put like a bird's nest up there too. I gotta
2: paint the I gotta paint it first though. The roof? Yeah, it's about ten grand. Oh. <laughs> because it has to be that seal of flex or whatever oh that roof's been around a long time so i'm gonna hope i can paint it and that goes for another 20 years and
0: thank god oh my god was it outside or inside
2: outside oh, okay the inside's already spray painted that's what i thought or not spray spray foamed and then painted with that fireproof paint and all that so if we can get the outside done that'd be great and then just paint the logo on it wayne's like hey just give it to me i'll make a big old sticker to put that'll be
0: so much easier Let let do it <laughs> I don't know who Wayne
2: is, but. Wayne Waters What's from Wayne Mr. Waters? Sign? Mr. Sign. Another entrepreneur.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's great. Well, that's who I was going to talk to to do all the sign and postage for our event. Yeah. 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 There is no one better. Okay. I got to see him just the other day, actually. I walked in. Mm-hmm. I caught him right as he was leaving. Like,
2: There are two people, well, three, including me, but that don't pay for anything at Coastal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pay sometimes. But Wayne Waters has done all of the signs. I mean, you look at the sign that we just put up there with the reference of if you can't stop, wave. Yeah. And the ones on the side of the building. I and think I've all... maybe heard about this guy. Yeah. He comes in and
1: messes with the yep. the new baristas and stuff. Okay, yeah. I think like saying, I want stuff.
2: the non-dairy creamer. We don't have none. Yeah, you do. It's right under there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Michael Walters was instrumental in all of the electrical and all that kind of stuff right. that we did, so
0: i got to see him too yeah both great guys absolutely yeah. great guys
2: yeah they give you the shirt right off their back if you needed it in a
0: heartbeat yeah cool. well i guess it's about time to wrap it up you have anything else you want to you want to hit before
2: no i'm just really proud of you guys because i think uh, pursuing dreams is a passion that should never be left out Cool. keep it up It was very We're inspirational prepared. it was so unexpected <laughs> emotional yeah I'm sure it was unexpected but <laughs> well, it was usually people
0: like yeah I'm beer so I mean I don't know was, no one's like that I don't know what I'm talking about yeah it was nice co- though thank you conversations. No, we're having a good time alright Brad out.
2: I'm putting that on my
1: computer
0: thank you for nice. coming in yeah man absolutely everyone To everyone on. else enjoy we'll talk to you soon we'll talk to you soon peace hey did you enjoy what you just listened to then Leave a comment and tell us about it. Leave a review. Subscribe to our podcast. Like our videos. Yeah, I'm being a little petty. Right, because let's be honest.
1: This is all about conversations. So, have a conversation with us on what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, what you liked, what you would like to see more of. Write a review. Yeah. Like Yelp. A lot of people use Yelp. Yeah. But write a review on iTunes or YouTube or like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up button
0: all of the things show your love